Hey guys, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another Pharrell podcast, the Project Podcast. I uh, pray and I hope that y'all are doing well from wherever you may be. I hope and also that your family are safe and sound. Everybody is doing well in Jesus' name. Uh, thank you for taking your time and tuning in to another one of us. And I pray and I hope that you'll be encouraged through this one as you were through the last one. And uh, as well as you know if you are encouraged whenever the lord speaks to you the spirit touches your heart through this share it with others others who you may think may use this who others who you may think may be encouraged through this because this is all about spreading the word of god spreading the name of jesus and encouraging each other in the lord as long as it is called today so we may not fall to the temptation to the lies of the enemy that he may throw against us you know my family and I are doing well. Everybody's safe. Just trying to come up with creative ways to not be bored during this quarantine time. So, also preparing our heart, you know. But I think one thing I've loved through this quarantine is He has given us as a family a lot of time to come together, to pray together as a family, to worship together as a family more than we usually do when everything is normal. So, that's one thing I'm thankful for. And I pray and I hope that. You guys can take that, you know, can use this time to start having family prayer, you know, with your family, you know, wherever y'all may be. Get everybody together during the night and just pray together before everybody goes to bed. Trust me, it's really, it's amazing. It really strengthens the family and it just, the Lord just moves. There's just power behind it. And I pray and I hope that y'all could move forward with it as you, as my family and I have been doing, that you also guys will take it and start doing it with your own family wherever you are. So, uh, yeah, tonight I just want to share with you something about passion, you know. I want to talk a little bit about passion because I think it's a word that is so, uh, the big word, excitement. It's a word that is exciting, you know. All of us are passionate about something in our life. All of us, we have some things in our daily walk that we are passionate about. Athletes are passionate about their sport that they play. Fans are passionate about their favorite team, about their sport that they are cheering for. You want to see a fan who goes to a sport event, they're not, they don't, they're not passionate. And you don't have even to tell them that they are passionate. You can just see through the way they're cheering, through the way they are screaming, through the way they are doing all, the, all these things for, that, for their team. And tonight I want to talk to us about passion, you know, because all of us, we have something in our lives that we are passionate about. And people around us, they can tell. Like, they can tell. You don't have to say anything to them. They can tell that this person is passionate about this one because you show it through it. Through your excitement, through your emotions, and people can see that you are passionate. But here's my question. Can people be able to tell that about our faith? Can people be able to tell that about Jesus? Can people be able to look at us the way we are living our lives and be able to say that they are passionate about Jesus? He is on fire. She is on fire. Jesus can people be able to say that about us as we do other things in our lives as they can as they can say about other things you know because if you go to a sport event everybody's cheering everybody knows how to cheer when the touchdown has been scored everybody knows how to cheer when the team has won the game everybody they show the fire they show the passion they, like they're not afraid they're not embarrassed there are even those who take off their t-shirt or even those who are put paint on their body like they just show it in extraordinary ways my brothers tonight and my sisters 
can people be able to say the same look at us the way we are living our lives and say the same that they are passionate about Jesus so let, I want us to read a verse that has transformed my life that has touched me through this year as I read it and as I did a devotion on it you know Romans 12 verse 11 to 12 where Paul talks about never be lacking in zeal never lose that fire for Jesus you know So he here's what he says he the title of it it says love in action but I'm going to start from verse 11 never be lacking in zeal but keep your spiritual fever serving the lord be joyful in hope patient in affliction faithful in prayer that's it just just do those little verses and I just want to us to look at it and Paul is saying hey never be lacking in zeal another word don't lose that fire for Jesus don't lose that passion that zeal you have for Christ let me take you back to the moment where you gave your life to Jesus let's go back to the beginning you know let's go back to the beginning where you first said god jesus here's my heart i accept you as my lord and savior and the next let's go to the next 3 months 2 months that followed after you made decided to give your heart i remember my 3 months after that i was on fire for jesus in another way My life wasn't perfect but everybody in my school they could tell that this man is crazy for Jesus. I was on fire. But like me like everybody else as the journey goes along that fire ceases. That fire runs out. And why is that? Why is it that that fire that we had at the beginning when we said yes to Jesus when we gave our heart and as we go along aren't we supposed to be getting more passionate? But what but what happened how come that fire runs out how come we lose it it's because we get distracted it's because we pour, pour ourselves into other things that are not really that important it's because we lose the focus you know because we all are we all are people we all are humans you know our brain is something else we are constantly like everything around is us constantly changing and we are being pulled in all kind of directions that's why the verse that we read earlier is really important because i'm going to talk about things that paul says to help us to not lose that fire because my brothers and sisters listen jesus we are not created like we were not meant to live this relationship with jesus that is not authentic we were meant to be authentic to have this relationship that is intimate that is powerful this relationship that is passionate where everybody around us can feel it it contains wherever we are people can sense oh man the jesus is in this place because i think when they look at us they feel the passion but that's not what that's not what's happening with a lot of us though We are living these lives that are just flat, mundane, you know. And we are satisfied with it. We are like, I'm okay to just, you know, go to church on Sunday, come back home. For so long that was me. Last in the in my last podcast, I mentioned how I grew up in a Christian home. At some point and how I did everything because of who my parents were until I gave my life to Christ. Because a lot of time in my Christian, my Christian walk, for so long I lived my life not because of because of my parents. My dad was my dad is a pastor and I grew up in a Christian home. So all of me, all all that I did was because of my parents. So I went to church because yeah, I'm a PK kid. That's what we were supposed to do. You know, and I was okay with it for so long of my life. I was like, yeah, this is what it means to be Christian, you know. But then I would start looking at my parents high every day they would just continue on growing in their walk with the Lord and I look around to my friend how they're just growing like they are just 
blowing up like they are just man on fire for Jesus and I'm like what's, what's wrong with me why come is I come am I not experiencing what they're experiencing have you ever been in a service where you got people speaking in tongues begging and battling the Holy Spirit and you're just there like what, what's happening I want that but you so you started wondering how do I have that that was me I was just living this mundane life doing everything like eh it's I just go to church, dance, come back home, you know, I, I'm okay with it. But guys, there is so much more. There, there is so much more. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit as well. There is so much more that Jesus can do. There is so many places, deeper level that He can take you. If you pour out yourself, if you pour out your heart before Him, and if you put all your focus, all your attention on Him, he can take you to deeper places that you could ever imagine. You know, my life transformed in 2011 when I gave him my heart. I said, Jesus, enough is enough. I love my parents. I, but I kind of stopped living my life to play like, no, nah, I want to make this personal. I want to give you everything of me, everything within me, and I want to make my life, my relationship with you personal. So that day around November, around Thanksgiving time, I gave him my life. I gave him my heart, everything. And ladies and gentlemen, I was forever changed. I went from this guy who was living a mundane life, a Christian life, a Christian faith, to this guy who was on fire for Jesus. In my high school, early freshman year, so everybody knew, all my teachers knew who I was. Not because I was perfect, but because the fire that I had for Jesus, the passion that I had for Jesus, the love that He had for me, that, that it's just that intimacy carried me over to do like to just be passionate about him with everyone that I was with and today there's a lot of us who are maybe during this COVID-19 as we are stuck in behind our house in quarantine you know we're like I can't wait to go back to church can I tell you something the same God who moves when you are in a building can still move in your own house or wherever you may be right now see God does not need us to be in a specific place for him to move. He says wherever two are gathered in my name, he is there. And we are the church because the church is not a building. I hear a lot of people who are getting angry because the church are closed, but I'm like, guys, you, in all seriousness, you are the church. We are the people who make the church because if I can build a building and if that building, I build that building and that building is empty, it's not going to be a church. If nobody shows, it's not no church. People have to come because we are the church. And I want to encourage you. You don't need to go to your building, but you, you need to pour out yourself, your heart before Him. And you need to seek God wherever you are with all that you've got and say, because listen, He can still move wherever you are. He is omnipotent, omnipresent, omnipotent, omnipresent, omnipresent. He is anywhere, everywhere. He just needs us to open our heart and say, Jesus, here I am. Come and fill me up. And I promise you, from the living room, the basement, your bedroom, wherever you may be, He will fill you up. But here's what Paul says, and here is how. You say, okay, for real, how then do we continue? How then do we, how then do we become passionate? How do we regain that fire, that fire for Jesus, that passionate heart that we had for him at the beginning? Here's what Paul says in the verse that we read. He says, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fever. 
that you don't wanna, you don't. Here's how you're not gonna lose that passion. Here is how you're not gonna be a Christian who just is okay with your mundane Christian life, how things are going. No, no, no. Here's how you're gonna be a Christian who will be passionate for Jesus, who is gonna live your life everywhere you go, passionate in your daily walk, in everything you do, and people will be able to look at you and they'll be like, he, she is on fire. She's passionate about something greater than greater than anything. Here's a, the first thing: keep your spiritual fever. Keep your spiritual fever, like keep your spiritual fever serving the Lord. That's how you do it. You're gonna keep maintain that fire by keep on serving the Lord, not by stopping serving the Lord. You know, because a lot of us were like, now we got so much time on our hands. We got, we can't go anywhere. We can't do nothing. So I'm just gonna stay home, sleep 24 hours, seven, eat, play video games, do whatever I need to do. Please, I want to encourage you. Find ways to serve the Lord through this quarantine season. I, if you're in the worship team, you lead worship at church, and now you can't do that because everybody's isolated. Then here's an idea for you: lead worship with you for your family. You know. Like I said at the beginning, have a family time prayer and lead worship before you guys pray. But Paul is saying, don't lose your spiritual fever. And you're not, the, the way to not lose that spiritual fever is by keep on serving the Lord. Guys, there is blessing and there is so many things that we gain that there is just joy, abund, abundant joy that comes from serving God. And right now, and I know it's hard with what's going on with us, everybody being in their houses. Like, how can I keep serving? Find ways. There is always a way. You know, get out there. You know, go on a walk with someone. Go on a walk, go on a walk on your neighborhood. Pray, you know, as you go on that walk on your neighborhood. Pray for the Spirit of God to reveal you, to show you ways you can keep serving God in your, during this quarantine, in your family. Some of you say, I'm a preacher, you know, I preach, you know, I serve God at church, you know, I'm in the prayer team. Okay, that's fine. Keep on interceding. Set time every day to have inter intersection prayer for your church members, for your team at church, for, for God's people. The, but you got to find ways to keep on serving God. Because if you stop, you're going to lose it. You know, because God has blessed us with all kind of gifts, with all kind of talents. And if we don't develop this gift, if we don't use this gift, we will eventually end up losing them. Because an athlete who has the potential to become a superstar, he's not just going to sit back and wait or on draft day to show up. But he's going to train, he's going to work on those talents, on those gifts so he can develop and be better. So when draft day comes, he can have a higher chance to be drafted earlier. So that's the first thing. Serve God wherever you may be. With whatever you have, keep serving God. And that's another reason why I started this podcast. Because I was like, it's been so long that the Lord has been put upon my heart to start a podcast. And I was afraid and I was like, God, I don't know. I made all kinds of excuses. And then I realized I have the tools. I have the time. I'm stuck in the house 24 hours 7. What's the reason? I can't just sit. But the Lord's like, do it. It's an opportunity. So that's why I got into it. And I said, God, it's time that I start doing this. And let me tell you, it's been hard. There have been battles that I had to deal with. There have been the devil showing up. There have been my past sins bringing up. I've, been, I've, I've had to face with all kind of battles, all kind of struggles. But let me tell you, God is faithful and God is good. Here's the second thing that Paul says. As you serve the Lord, be joyful in hope. 
You know, do you know how you don't lose that fire for Jesus? Do you know how you are how you're gonna stay passionate for Christ? Be joyful. Be joyful in hope. Always joyful. What does that mean? What is our hope? Our hope that Jesus Christ, He's alive. He is sitting at the right hand of God on the on His throne. And He's coming back very soon. That's our hope. That we've been saved, that we've been redeemed through the blood of Jesus. You know, that there is nothing that can separate us from His love. So Paul is saying, be joyful in that hope. You know, every day when things are not going well, when things are going bad, when you find yourself in isolation, in quarantine like this, confinement, guess what? Be joyful in hope. Keep, be joyful. Let that joy, the joy of the Lord within you. You know, let, 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 let the people see it. Don't be sad and I'm not like don't pretend like no everything may not be going well but be joyful. Keep that keep that energy. Keep that's how you're gonna keep that fire. That's how you're gonna keep being passionate if you are joyful, if we are joyful in our hope that Jesus is in control, that Jesus is alive, that Jesus Christ is coming back very soon, and that we've been saved and been redeemed through it. And there is nothing in, in this whole wide world that can separate us from his love. Brothers, sisters, that is encouraging. I don't know about you, but that encourages me. So when I read that, I was encouraged because I was like, it doesn't matter all that's going on in this world because at the end of the day, at the end of the tunnel, there is light. At the end of the tunnel, Jesus, justice will be served. Jesus will have the last word. Job, some of you who knows the story of Job, this man lost everything. But through it all, Job didn't give up on hope. He didn't give up on God. He stuck with him. He, oh, he lost everything. But Job could say, I know my Redeemer lives. And at last, he will have the last word. And I want to share that with you. That wherever you may be, in whatever situation you may be, whether your life right now is on cloud nine, on rock nine, or at the rock bottom, in the desert, in the valley, wherever you may be, be joyful in hope. That Jesus loves you, that Jesus cares for you, that Jesus, He is for you, not against you, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you are more than conquerors through Christ who gives you strength, that you've been saved and redeemed through the blood of Jesus, and that He is coming back again very soon. He's going to take you, His child, with Him to heaven. So be joyful, be joyful in hope. Don't lose hope, hold on to it. Hold on to Christ. It may feel difficult. You know, your family members may be driving you crazy. <laughs> you know, but we are in Paul is saying, here is how you're not going to lose that fire. Here is how you're not going to lose that passion. Keep serving the Lord. Don't be lazy. Be joyful in hope. Third, here's another one. Patience in affliction. I love this. I love this. He's like, guys, be patient in affliction. Because how many of us when we want you know, when when we want the baptism of the Holy Spirit, how many of us are in a hurry? But we now we now we're taking time to wait, to be still and to wait on God. But Paul is saying you have to learn to be patient, guys. Be patient in affliction. Don't be those people who are always in a hurry. When a trial comes your way, when you start going through a difficult time, you take another path. 
when you when you're doing a project and something is something when it gets hard you stop it you give up and you go to another thing my Paul saying be patient in affliction be patient in trials be patient when facing difficult times when you are in the desert when you are in the valley when you are in the when you are in a place that you do not know how you're gonna get out of it be patient you know and be joyful and keep find ways to keep on serving God because he's gonna come through for you he, he is going to come through. One of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is patience. My brothers and sisters, we have to be, we have to learn to be patient and to wait on God. And during this COVID-19, it's probably driving a lot of us crazy. Like, we, how long is it going to, how long is it going to go on, for real? You may, you may be asking, how long is it going to go on, Jesus? How long is it going to go on? How long do we have to, everything must be shut down? Because I don't know if I can handle this anymore. He's going to tell you, be patient. Be patient. And you're going to be patient by being joyful. By keeping on serving God, focusing on Jesus, pouring your heart before Him, and leaning on Him. That's how that, that's how that fire, that passion is going to stay. He's going to ruin that. Because when you do this thing and take it, I'm not just here speaking you this thing. Because like I said, I already did a devotion on this earlier, the, earlier in the year. And I can tell you that I have been able to have peace in the middle of all that is going on with school, with everything. I've been able to be at peace and at joy, not because I'm perfect, but because I know who has the last word. And I know who owes my future. And I know who my Redeemer is. So be patient in hope. Patient. Patient, no, patient in, in affliction, in tribulation. And the last one he says, faithful in prayer. That's, that's, that's the end of the verse 12. He ends with, be faithful in prayer. Guys, if you don't pray as a Christian, you're not going to grow in your spiritual walk with the Lord. And that, 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 that's the basic. Because if you like someone and you don't, you're not communicating with them, you're not talking with them, it is difficult for that relationship with, the, with you and that person to go to another level if you guys are not communicating. You must communicate with them. And Paul ends with, when I read that, I was like, huh, how come does he end with prayer? It's because prayer is one of the biggest tools as Christians that we have. And we must use it. Because even Jesus, when you read throughout the Gospels, you will find out that if throughout all of them, that Jesus had always a time where he would he got away from everybody and went and prayed and seek, sought the Father's face. Why? Because Jesus understood that the importance of that, the importance of communicating with his Father through prayer, in the point of just sitting in silence and solitude and waiting and be still in his presence, in his Father's presence. Guys, do not get yourself distracted. And because another thing why if you don't pray, it's really hard to it's really hard to do anything with Jesus. Because if you're not communicating, how are you gonna hear him? How are you gonna listen to him? Because it's really hard to go to another level. So be faithful in prayer. Don't just pray when you feel like it. Sometimes you pray when you don't feel like it. When you're like, I'm so tired. Those are like, open some, open your Bible, open a psalm, read it, and then let that pray. Let that start. Let that lead you into prayer, because we must be a people who have a prayer life. We must be young men and young women, God's servant, children of God, who have a prayer life, because that's our weapon, guys. That's our weapon. But if you think. 
reading the Bible is enough. It's not enough. Because there are people who know the whole Bible, but their lives are not perfect. They're, they're still struggling. They don't, like you can, if you just read the Bible of just reading it, you're just going to fill your brain with all kind of knowledge. But you really now you're going to miss the point. Let us be a people of prayer during this time of COVID-19. Let us be young men and young women of prayer who will be faithful in our prayer walk. Even when we pray and our prayer seems to be hitting the ceiling and coming back and there seems nothing to be taking place. Even when your prayers have been, you've been praying for so long and God seems to not be hearing you. You're like, God, where are you? I've been praying for something for so long, I still get no answer. I want to encourage you, keep on praying. I do not know where you are. I do not know what you've been praying for for so long. But I want to encourage you to keep on praying. Because prayer does change things. Do not, underst- do not underestimate the power of prayer. Do not. Because I get another testimony, probably just a piece bit of my testimony. One thing that helped me at the beginning of my Christian walk, when I gave my life to Christ back in 2011, was my prayer life. Guys, I dove in. I was like, I've heard of you, God. I've heard of you, Jesus. I've seen you through my parents. I want to experience you. I want to encounter you. And I started having prayer time every single day. I had the time set aside where I would meet with them. Sometimes it was longer than usual. Sometimes it was shorter. But I just had the time set aside where I would go before him and pray. And I poured out my heart before him. That's why today I am who I am today. Because of my mother's prayer, my parents' prayer. But also the prayers that I did, that I prayed at the beginning of my Christian walk with the Lord. That's why I am where I am, doing the things that I do because of those prayer. And you may be where, I don't know, you may be in the place where you're like, I don't know, I don't have a prayer life. Like, I am at the cross world. I want to encourage you. Set a time aside. It doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Set a time aside. Will you seek the Lord's face? Will you go before Him and pray and say, this is my time for you? my time when I'm going to speak to Jesus because that's the only way we're going to grow if you're not praying if a Christian if you're a Christian and you're not praying you're not going to grow spiritually you're not going to grow you're not going to grow it's difficult because that's the one way that's the way we communicate with the Father that's the one way we communicate with Jesus and the way He speaks to us as well but if you're not seeking Him then how uh, how are you going to find Him you're not going to find Him going to church like some of you who are saying, I miss church. Like showing up to church, you only have two hours. Like some of us don't even pray at church when we show up. You know. But now is the time where all the distractions are taken away. Everything else is shut down. Everything else, like your friend, you, you don't have to worry about what your friends are doing because they are literally in their house as well as you are. So I want to encourage all of us to be people of prayer. People who pray, people who seek God's face, who get on our knees and, and look up to the heaven, cry out to Jesus and say, we need you. That's how that passion is not going to run out. That's how that fire of Jesus in us is not going to run out. That's how we're not going to live this faith life that are mundane. We're going to be on fire for him every day, day in and day out. But if you don't have a regular prayer life, it's difficult to be passionate about something. It is, really is. If it is difficult to be passionate about something that you really don't know. So I, that, that's what I wanted to share with all of us tonight. Be Never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fever. Serving the Lord. 
Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. That's how we're going to remain on fire for Jesus. That's how we're going to be passionate for Jesus everywhere we go. People will see the difference and they will look at you and they'll be like, there is something different with that guy. There is something different with that girl. There is something different here. They are passionate about something greater than they. Because your joy of the Lord will be your strength. As you seek Him, He will fill you up with His Spirit and the Spirit of God will start encouraging you. The Spirit of God will start uplifting you. The Spirit of God will start leading you throughout the day. He will start showing you things that you could never imagine. And as you do that, your intimacy with the Lord will grow. You will become more intimate with Jesus. You become, And there is nothing better than, sweeter than being intimate with Jesus. I can take it from someone, oh my God. I can see it and tell you how many times the Lord has showed like it, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Because all the, we, need, we all should desire that. To be intimate with the Father like Moses was intimate with God. I mean, God spoke with Moses face to face. I mean, we, we have to learn to be intimate with the Lord like that. Because there is, it, it, man, it's beautiful. I'm missing words to say because I don't have the right words. Because I, like, I just, every time I think about it, every time I want to talk about it, I can't really put it into words. You just have to experience it. And that's my prayer, that all of us will be able to experience it. There is nothing sweeter than being intimate with Jesus. Oh yes, there is nothing. <laughs> he, I mean, he will show you things, He will take you places, and you will be blessed. So my question as I want to finish as we're going up to the end. Let's go people, let's be people who will be passionate for Christ as we are passionate about other things. Let's be people who will be passionate for God's kingdom. Let's be people who will be passionate for God's sheep, the lost souls out there, the outcasts of this world, the homeless, the prostitute, those who have those who are voiceless out there, guys. Let's be passionate about these things, about the, the, the people that Jesus came and died for. Because my brothers, there is nothing when we are passionate. People, the world around us will, will be able to see it. And they will be able to tell the difference. But we're not going to be passionate if we are not taking time to seek God in prayer. We're not going to be passionate if we're not taking time to serve Him. We're not going to be passionate if we are taking our focus and focusing it on the wrong things. We're not going to be passionate if we are not pouring our hearts before Him. Because that, that when the Spirit fills you up, He will show you amazing things. And I pray and I hope that as you go through this day, as you go through this time, this season of COVID-19, that as you listen to this, that there will be a deep desire, a fire brewing within you, a passion brewing within you, that your heart will be awakened to serve Him, to seek Him more, to long to be more intimate with Him than you are. Let me pray for you guys. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you that you are good and that you are awesome. There is nothing in this world that is not bigger, that is not stronger than you. Lord, we desire to have hearts that are passionate for you, to live lives that are on fire for you, not just on Sunday's morning, not just on Wednesday's night, God, but throughout our every day, day in and day out, God. 
My prayer is that you will use this podcast, Lord, this episode to encourage heart, to awaken heart, to set a fire on people's heart, Lord, that they won't be able to contain. But it, it's going to brew within them, Lord, that will set them on fire for your kingdom, for your name, for the lost in our streets, for the lost, the outcast in our world today. Lord, I thank you that you are here with us, that we don't have to be in a specific place for you to move, that you can move wherever we are, Lord, as if we seek you, and if we seek you with all of our heart, we will find you. I pray for my brothers and sisters who are listening to this, who will listen to this, that you will bless them, that you will stir a deep desire within them to know you, to be more intimate with you in their daily walk in their relationship, in their spiritual walk with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I thank you guys for uh, joining me. I pray that you will be blessed, that you will be encouraged. As you are encouraged, as you are blessed, as you are strengthened, please share it with others. That's how this ministry, this podcast is going to grow. That's how more people are going to be able to hear about this message. If we all share it with one another, with our friend that the Lord put upon your heart. I pray that y'all have a blessed week, blessed day, wherever you may be and whatever you may be doing. See you à la prochaine. Bye.